Listener Production. This podcast contains general information only and doesn't take into account your personal financial situation or goals. Hi, I'm Sophie Tymon and this is The Clever Way Home, the podcast that simplifies the home buying process. Applying for your loan is exciting. You know how much you can borrow, which means you can start looking for properties. But it can also be stressful. Going in, I had a rough idea as to how the process would go. Yeah, so we didn't realise how much we actually information we needed. When it did happen, very different scenario. I had all my paperwork ready and everything fairly well organised. The loan process was probably the most daunting part for me because it ultimately dictates how much you're going to spend on your property. On this episode of The Clever Way Home, I'm joined by Nicole Hayes from Great Southern Bank to give us a rundown on what to expect when applying for a loan and how you can prepare for a conversation with a lender. Hi, Nicole. Thank you for coming back in. How are you? Not too bad, Sophie, and yourself? Good. I'm good. Thank you. So today is a very interesting episode. We are touching on how you actually apply for a loan. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. This would have had to be the second most stressful part to my buying process. Why was it stressful, Sophie? I mean, that's what's getting me across the line. That's what's, you know, giving me the capability to actually buy it. So there's just a lot of stress. And obviously, you've spent a lot of time trying to get all of your financials in order. We've been saving for a couple of years. So it was time to find the loan and sign on the dotted line. Yeah. And look, for some, it can be a stressful moment, but applying for the loan shouldn't be stressful. It should be one of the easiest processes that you partake. If someone came in and saw me, we'd sit down, we'd have a discussion, a discussion about what they want, their requirements, their objectives. And we spend our time having that conversation with everyone. We need to know absolutely so much about you. Probably we find out more about yourself than what you actually know. Touching on the process, what does it look like? Yeah, so you come in, you have your appointment with a lender and like I said, we sit down and we go through absolutely everything. We have a chat around your income. So we work out exactly what's your base income, what's your overtime income. We then also have a look at your liabilities. So what you owe, any debts, any credit cards that you do have. We also then spend time looking at your living expenses and seeing you know, just how you spend your day-to-day life. We also have a look and see if having a home loan, how that's going to affect your current living lifestyle and if there are need to be changes that you do need to make. We also have a discussion around what you're looking for in your loan. You know, it could be a fixed, it could be variable, you could be splitting your loan, you could be doing your loan in a number of different ways and that's where we sit there and have that application process. So it starts off with a conversation, then we ask for documents. And um, that all forms part of the application process. Once we get all your documents together, we then submit it into our assessment team for consideration. And then it's basically a matter of ticking the boxes, making sure everything's correct, and then letting you know that your loan's formally approved. See, that's why I find it a little bit stressful because you are looking into my life so deeply, probably more than I have ever before. So, you know, having someone come and tell me, oh, you've spent this much on makeup this month. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my goodness, you're teaching me about me right now. Yeah. And that's the thing. We'd never sit there and tell you that you spend that much money on makeup. It's kind of a self-realisation sometimes, Sophie. And you go, oh, okay. I didn't realise that I really spend that much money. Exactly. So is this process the same at every bank that I'm going to be looking at? 
Yeah, you would find that the process is very similar from all institutions that you go to. And it's also very similar to brokers as well. A good lender will spend the time with you and get to understand you completely. Okay. So that kind of gets me to my next question I wanted to ask you. Brokers. Mm -hmm. I used a broker personally. Now, the reason I use a broker is just because a friend recommended the guy and I went down that journey. But is there pros? Is there negatives to using a broker? Look, there are circumstances where you do have to go to a broker. Sometimes financial institutions can't assist everyone. A broker is there also as a support, you know, in terms of you might need a low doc loan or there's something about your credit history. You could have a bad credit history in the past and a broker can deal with multiple organisations and they can find you deals where we may not necessarily have the scope to fulfill those. So going to a broker isn't necessarily a bad thing and they can have a look at a lot of different places as opposed to going to one financial institution who just deals with the one policy. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we went down that route ultimately was just to save time because we're working full time. Trying to find business hours available to us Monday to Friday was really hard. Yeah. And look, don't discredit a um, financial institution us lenders don't work nine till five. We understand that our customers don't just work nine till five and we need to have varying hours um, to help people. So, See, that's not you know, something I even knew. Yeah. Us lenders sometimes work the same hours as brokers, if not sometimes more. So you say that you're working outside of business hours. How can I approach you outside of, you know, nine till five, Monday to Friday? Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask. We have channels that you can access through web chats. You can call up your local branch as well and ask to speak to the lender and they can always make appointments outside of those hours, whether or not it be a face-to-face interview or it can be a telephone interview. We also have a range of mobile lenders who can assist outside of hours and they can come to your property as well. Okay, so is it just Great Southern Bank that does outside of business hours or am I going to find other banks doing that as well? You would find that other banks do do that as well. Most of the other financial institutions do also have mobile lenders that do have the capacity to work outside of nine to five business hours to help you meet your needs. Fantastic. So is there a cost difference between going through a broker or going direct to a bank? For you coming to a financial institution, there can be establishment fees. There can also be some government fees and charges that may be applicable depending on what promotions are happening at the point in time with the financial institution. As a lender, we get paid our salaries by our financial institution regardless if we do a $100,000 loan or a million dollar loan for you. The difference between the lenders and the brokers or a financial institution and a broker is a broker gets paid a trailing commission. They also get paid an upfront commission as well on how much loan size they formally approve with each financial institution. So it's not a cost to you. So you're not actually paying to use a broker per se. It's the financial institution who they do the formal approval with that is actually making the payments to the brokers and in turn paying their wages. Okay. So I'm actually not out of pocket. That's correct. So if the brokers are getting their fees from the banks, are they going to be inclined to go with a bank that's going to maybe pay them the highest or are they going to keep me at front of mind and go where I'm going to be getting the best deal? When you saw your broker, your broker would have had a conversation with you. Then they would have offered you three best deals. They did. Yeah. So that's where the broker needs to put on the table at least three financial institutions and allow you the option to choose which lender you wish to go for. 
ultimately the decision comes up to you as a consumer, but just know that the broker does have to put three best deals forward. All right. So I want to just move on a little bit. I want to talk about the difference between pre-approval and full approval. With a pre-approval, we are basically assessing the fact that you can service a loan. The last thing we want to do is send you out looking for million-dollar properties when realistically you could only afford a property worth 750 So pre-approval is making sure that you're meeting the criteria of the bank and you also know before you go looking at houses how much you can spend. You know, it's we like to make your dreams. We don't like to crush them. Okay. And am I right in saying that pre-approval only lasts for a particular amount of days? Yeah. So pre-approval is valid for 90 days. So you've got three months to find that property. If you don't find a property, that's okay. You can always go back and do a pre-approval again. So the difference between a pre-approval and a full approval is with the formal approval, you found that property, you've got your offer accepted, all the checks have been done. We're happy with the security and we sign off to say that we are happy and we provide you that loan for that property. Okay. So in terms of getting the pre-approval, does it look different depending on the property type you're looking at? So whether it's strata unit or a townhouse or land or just a house in general, does it look a little different or is it going to be the same across the board? Yeah, so pre-approvals only make a real big difference when you're looking at something that's for sale by a private treaty as opposed to something that's for sale by auction. So when we do a pre-approval for your run-of-the-mill property that's for sale, we're assessing just purely the income. We're also just purely assessing you as an applicant. When we're looking at a property that's up for auction, it's a bit different because chances are with an auction, you don't have a cooling off period and you need to make that deposit there and then on the time of auction. So we are also looking at the property as well to make sure that we are satisfied with the property that you are bidding at. Okay. And so just winding back just real quickly, you use the phrase private treaty. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that just means when you see a house advertised saying for sale just through a real estate agent or people are selling their houses online themselves these days as well. So private treaty just means that you're not bidding against other people to secure that property. So do I need to get a mortgage through the bank that I'm currently saving with? Because it would be my initial assumption that they're maybe going to give me the best deal. No, not necessarily. So you've got a right as a consumer to get your home loan with anyone. You can always look around. You need to feel comfortable with the person who's sitting across from you, who's discussing your loan with you. It's not just a small thing. You're going to have this home loan for potentially the next 30 years. So you need to feel comfortable and confident in the person that you're dealing with whether or not that's the same financial institution who you've banked with for all your life or if it's someone else. I think that makes a whole heap of sense, making sure you're, you're comfortable with that person because not only are you sharing all of your personal details with them and you want to be comfortable in that sense, but you want to feel like they're going to get you the best deal, I guess, ultimately. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Nicole, for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me, Sophie. Not a problem. Thanks. Thank you. For more information on anything you've heard in today's episode or to speak to a home loan specialist, visit greatsouthernbank.com.au forward slash the clever way home. There's a lot to consider when picking your perfect home. On the next episode of the clever way home, I'll be chatting with Priyanka Saldana on what makes the perfect property. Great Southern Bank acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present 
and to emerging community leaders. We extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners and acknowledge the important role Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples continue to play within the communities in which Great Southern Bank operates and where their team members reside. Listener.